you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, righty then. Now, The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. Heading a Thursday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for The McFarlane Show here on National Sports Radio. Darren and Justin here live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Yes, sir. Damon Keene is alongside for the ride. A lot of big-time college basketball last night. Yeah, there was. A lot. Tennessee, men and women, both go down. Made it interesting towards the end for Tennessee, but yeah. they were never ne- really in say, that game at all. If you watched it, I did. Yeah, they just well, weren't. I watched midway through the first half into the second half, and then halfway through the second half, and I was waiting for the run. Yeah, And for me, it just never came. Now, I see it came a little bit later after I kind of went away from it. I see the run they, eventually happen. They cut happen. it to six at one point. Yeah. That was the closest they got. But yeah. then, you know. It just it just didn't. They just had no answers for, for Carolina. I'll just tell you right now, I could not believe they hung 61 on a Rick Barnes team yeah. in the first half. Yeah. Justin, that's usually a final score. Yeah. 61 and a half. That's impressive. I mean, right? he couldn't miss. No, I, I mean, know. you know, and so, and listen, <laughs> we we all get games like that, you know, that just from the limited basketball play I have. Some days you go out there on the court and you ju- you can't miss and your guy can't miss and I mean, you guys are, and it gets contagious and next thing you know, the scoreboard is is lit up. I mean, that that happens. Um, and you know, last night was one of those nights and there'll be other nights, you know, you can't throw a, a rock in the ocean, you know, on other nights. It just, you know, it just depends. But good for, you know, Carolina. It was highly impressive. Three players in uh, with 20 points or more last night for North Carolina. Look, Tennessee, and we'll talk to Vince about it on Monday. They've lost uh, some powerhouse teams. They have. You know, so the bad news is, well, they haven't been able to beat anybody really good. No. Okay. But I guess... The good news to that is I think you can make a strong case and that Carolina will see, right? Because remember, Carolina went into last season the number one team in the country. Didn't make the tourney. And didn't make the tourney. Yeah. The number one team in the country. Yeah. Preseason ranking. They got a lot to prove. And didn't get into the NCAA tournament. They got a lot to prove. They looked last night. Now, look, I'm not going to judge them off one night. Obviously, they're not. I don't think they're going to go for a Hunsky 
every game, okay? <laughs> but North Carolina looks like they are massively improved from yeah. last year. Yeah. The point of this is between Purdue and Kansas, and we'll even throw North Carolina in for this oh, discussion yeah. piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are teams that are vi- probably, you know, they're going to be teams that we're going to identify as teams that could win a national championship. Oh, well, teams who have won national well, championships for season. sure. Yes, this yes, yeah, I understand. Teams that can win the national championship. So it's not all horrible. It's no. like, well, you couldn't be any of the really good teams. Yes, true. But these teams are also teams. But honestly, Tennessee should be in that category too. Well, right. Hopefully, this should build, be. Should be. Ho- hopefully, this builds some toughness for them. And, and 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 listen, I'm. This is where I'm at with Tennessee. They they need to make Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight. You know, kind of run here for them. I mean, for for me anyway. Um, for you know the team to be successful. I'm I'm to the point with them where I've come with other franchises here in Nashville where you know the playoffs don't impress me you know the tournament doesn't impress me we you know you want to put up championship banners at some point now is it going to be this year I don't know but you got to get close and you know winning a first round game then you know getting getting you know shut out in the round of 32 is not good I mean that that's they've already done that they're not trying to break new ground Mm -hmm. here by you know bowing out in the round of 32 in the second round no no been there done that if these games help them get better for that and of course injuries and all that is going to come down to the stretch you know people are you know but hopefully these games prepare them for those high pressure really big games or we know are going to come in March Lady Vols fall at home to Notre Dame, so yeah. that wasn't a great. No, great. I know Notre Dame's ranked, but still, they are. They're at home, man. They're in Knoxville. Like you gotta, you gotta win that game. Lady Vols you're, ranked. You too. need to win you, that you game if you're them. That. If you're them, you need to win that game. Uh, Belmont went to Northern Iowa and ripped them apart, one by twenty. Yeah. So good job by Casey Alexander and the. I Bruins. don't know a whole lot about Northern Iowa. Well, I'll tell you what. There was a time and a place when Northern Iowa was really, really good. Really? Maybe it's not this year. I don't think I it's this that. year. Okay. All right. Yeah, Northern Iowa's been a good team All right. uh, in the past. All um, right. And then you get to Memorial Gym last night. Well, right. And speaking of just getting ripped apart, I mean, Vanderbilt got ripped apart by Boston College. And Boston College had lost their last two games. And Justin, I don't know what to say. Look, this is not about piling on. This is not about, you know, trying to be a hater. Why are you guys hate? We're just talking about it. I, it it doesn't look good. They're what now two and three on the season? Yeah. They haven't played a ranked team. It's, it's not it is not Tennessee schedule. <laughs> they didn't lose to Kansas and Purdue and North Carolina. In Chapel Hill, they are three and four actually. Three and okay, three and four. I knew it was one game under five hundred. They're three and four. Yeah, they haven't played a ranked team, and they got <sighs> shredded last night. They're down twenty-one at the half at Memorial Gym. You know, and this is year five. Is it year five for Stack? I think so. Five or six? I think so. I think it's five. I need to look it up to be. Double, I think it is five, but I'll look. It I up. think it's your five. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what else. It's been a it's been a tough week for for them as a program, given what yeah, happened at uh, the yes. beginning of the week. Well, and it continued yesterday. By the way, we haven't. Yeah, got to. no, we no, we didn't get into that. Um, as I look in here, uh, since 2019 for Jerry Sackhouse as the head coach. So yeah, this would be year five. Year five. Um, you know. 
I would imagine that there's been some distractions in the building um, that may lead to on-the-court play. Um, but, you know, it, it, hopefully they've got enough talent to, to turn this around and get back on winning. I mean, the good news is it's extremely early. They can go on a run, and all this would be a distant memory. Um, it doesn't. It does not look like that is going to be the case. But who really knows, though? Well, the problem is if you're three and four with the schedule you've had. Well, guess what's just around the corner? Conference play. Yeah, that's that's a mountain you got to climb. Because right now, it looks like the conference. By the way, I watched Arkansas last night. Unbelievable crowd in Fayetteville. Unbelievable crowd mm. beat Duke. Mm. Nice win for the Hawks. Tennessee's good. Kentucky, we just talked about it, ripped apart Miami, Florida. Top 10 team. Ripped them to shreds the other night. Well, it's not going to get any easier in conference play. Conference looks pretty. Alabama is good. I don't know if they're going to be as good as last year. Yeah, well. Probably not. Probably not. But they're still going to be good. You get somebody drafted second overall, probably probably take a step back after that. And, you know, you've always got Bruce Pearl at Auburn. You know, I mean. The conference is going to be really good. They open up uh, January the 6th conference play against Alabama, does yeah. Vanderbilt. We all know the game that happened last year down in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Was that 50? It was bad. Yeah, I think it was 50. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was bad. So, I don't know. Maybe they can get this thing turned around, but I was, I was stunned. It's early. They lost by 18 at home last night. It's their third loss to, in a row. To Boston College. But, you know, it, it's it's early, and, you know, let, let's see if they can rally the troops. That's, that's all you can do here. It's, you know, it's early. Let, let's see if you change the rotation, you know, find a lineup that works. And, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do to try to get a team going. We'll see. <laughs> the other thing on the West End. Yesterday, is Clark Lee was not done. We know about all the transfers that have happened. They've lost yeah. both their their quarterbacks. Uh, I, I've actually there's been so many players. It's been hard to even keep up with. Yeah, that have been hitting the transfer portal from Vanderbilt. But yesterday, he relieved the OC of his duties and he demoted the DC. So the offensive coordinator was let go. The defensive coordinator was reassigned. I don't. I don't know. I, to set to the, the secondary, or he'll continue to get paid. Something I don't know. I don't know what that means. He'll for continue him, to be employed, but Clark Lee will uh, take over the defense. Okay, this which is his specialty. Yeah, but it just tells you the level of where this is at. Yeah, right. Because that's when that's happening. Usually, that means the head coach knows we are we are taking in water. Yeah, and this is a move to try to clog up some holes. And get some water out of the boat. Yeah. I mean, well, it's obvious that, you know, it, it, it was bad and painful. And that even though Vanderbilt may not be Alabama, they can't look like that. They can't do that. I mean, what were the wins this year? It was Alabama A&M, a team out of the SWAC. And who was the other one? I don't even know. I'm serious. I don't know the other win. It was. I know it was Alabama A and M was the last win I feel like well, they had. It was the first two games, right? Because they, yeah. they lost 10 in a row. Yeah. Uh, what was it Hawaii? They opened yeah. up against Hawaii. Yeah, and they had to hang on for dear life to win that. So Vanderbilt opened up against Hawaii and beat them. Then they beat you know Alabama A and M in a money game. You know the next week, and that was it. That was it. So it, it's you know 
it's been a long year and they knew something had to change. Now, is this going to fix it? I I don't think so. But, you know, listen, you got to try something. You can't keep going out there with what you got. So, you know, you might as well try something. Yeah, so the last game was uh, last win, September the 2nd, against Alabama A&M. They won their first game against Hawaii. After that, Wake Forest, L, UNLV, the painful L. Uh, then Kentucky, Missouri, Florida, Georgia, Ole Miss, Auburn, South Carolina, Tennessee. All uh, all L's. So, now what what is the new offense going to do? Well, I would I would expect them. They need to find some players. The first thing they need to do, and then figure out yeah. <laughs> where to go from there. First and foremost, find some players because uh, that seems to be their biggest issue right now. I'd probably try to find a pretty smart cat for offensive coordinator too. Yeah, that wouldn't hurt. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they can find that, but. It, if you don't have the Joes on the field, like it's it, you yeah, know. true. I mean, the, if you don't have the horses, it, you know, what are you going to do when Georgia gets back here next year, or when Florida gets back? I mean, you want to win some conference games, or Texas, or Oklahoma, that, that, <laughs> you know? Or oh, heck, do we need to go down that list? No, Missouri. Yeah, you know, what you, <laughs> right. I mean, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be Herschel Walker in them. It could just be Missouri. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Bo Jackson. No, okay. no, just Missouri. What are you doing with Missouri and South Carolina gets in here? Yeah. All right, uh, the great Pete Weber. You know who's not taking L's? You talked about L's, the Preds. They've won six in a row. Pretty good. Back at it tonight, Minnesota Wild over Bridgestone Arena. John Hines will be on the bench from Minnesota because they let go of Gene, Dean Evison, and they, they've already played a game under John Hines, and they won. It's amazing how that works. The mm-hmm. new coach comes in, and you win a game. We'll see if uh, how that's going to play out tonight. We'll talk to the man who just called his 2,000th Predator game. Pete Weber. We'll do that next. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change. 
causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. And the it's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Yeah, I lose to Alabama, I'm depressed. Boom. Well, I just didn't expect the collapse when you get excited in the first half. Yeah, halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, it was kind of depressing. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa? Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Text the Strike and Spare Studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. We are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six wins in a row is what the Predators have done. You thought I was going to count... Pete Weber's games. No, we don't no, have time. We to, don't. We don't. We can't do that. Count to two thousand. Who's got time? I'm for not that? even sure I could do it. That's boring radio. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. I'll get in the nine hundreds and probably break a thousand in the mm, next segment. Mm. Let's bring in the man who's called two thousand Predator games. He is the one and only Peter Weber. Pete, how we doing? I'm doing very well this afternoon. How are you guys doing? Do you agree that would have been? I mean it. Would that be boring radio if we just counted to 2,000 on the air? Well, it'd be kind of like things I've had to do when I, in those rare occasions when I've had difficulty falling asleep and counting sheep like that. Oh, did you get to 2,000 before? Wow. No, no, never. Yeah. Never. <laughs> I, I don't just... have that much difficulty falling asleep. Sometimes I got as far as 10. Hmm. I don't think I've ever asked you this, so here goes. Okay. Where did you... How do you acquire what you're able to do on a plane? How did how did that happen? I wish I could have a good answer for you. I don't know if I have any answer for you, actually. Is it always been that way? Always? Yes. Yes. And it really? goes back to my when I started in the National Hockey League in 1978 with the L.A. Kings. And we had a lot of commercial flights cross-country because the geography of the league was such at that time. Uh, I would be asleep if on a flight from L.A. to New York before we had gotten over Ontario, California. 
just to give you the idea. I was just yeah. out cold. Out. There's something about uh, the soothing effects of wheels rolling, and then that gets us, because oftentimes I would be asleep before we actually lift it up. So for people who don't know what we're talking about, Pete Weber has the unique ability. When the wheels go up and you are ascending on a plane, his yep. eyes shut. When the wheels come down, when the plane is descending and about to land, his eyes open. It's amazing. And sometimes they don't open until we actually touch down. Yeah, that is am- When you say soothing, that is something I never equate to a plane ride for me. I just, <laughs> I'm never comfortable on a plane ride. Even as, if it's really, really smooth, I just, I can't, go, I can't go there. So kudos to you. Um, I'll tell you You're where. for the people sitting next to me. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're not a yeah, you're not good yeah. company. <laughs> no, no. And on top of that, I snore. <laughs> I will say this, Pete. Um, we have the same hairstylist, and I'm yes. not a and I've been going to her to Edna for I she's sixteen years, I'll probably longer, maybe twenty. I don't know how long yeah. it's been. Long, long time. I am not. A gr- I'm a great customer. I'm not great sitting in her chair because for whatever reason, you find plane rides soothing. I don't know yeah. why, but someone cutting my hair, apparently I find soothing. I fall asleep on her all the time. So do I. Do you really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. So she's probably very bored by the two of us. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not much co- conversationalists, are we? No. No, I mean, we, one day we're going to both wake up with purple spikes. <laughs> we'll have mohawks. Like what yeah. happened? <laughs> well, what's going on with this team, Pete? It was a five and ten start to the season, and things were not great. And they get home for this long homestand, and things have completely turned around. Yeah, and I wish I could put my finger on exactly what it is, but I I think when you get right down to it, it's probably the lessons that have been taught on a daily basis by Andrew Brunette have finally begun to to kick in for them. Uh, quickly moving the puck out of their zone, getting up ice, not worrying about uh, you know the two-goal lead being the worst in hockey, and uh, holding on and finding a way to generate some offense also. It hasn't hurt that the veterans, the serial winners that Barry Trotz calls them, that he's brought into the lineup, have had a great uh, rub-off effect on the balance of the team. I talked about you calling your 2000th game. Um, nice win for them on Tuesday night against... Oh, man. The Pittsburgh Penguins. You know, we had David Poyle on. Um, it was Tuesday, Tuesday show. Yes. Yeah, before that mm-hmm. game. And I, I'm going to ask you kind of, I, I want to just, because of memory lane, what what was, you know, and I said uh, to David, I said, one day they're going to do a documentary, and I can't wait. And I said, you know, David, you're going to be a big part of it. And I said, Pete, you're going to be a big part of it. What do you? What was I guess just a takeaway? I know there's a lot of takeaways, but what's something you'll always remember about that magical run? The magical run of 2017. Yep. The whole idea that in the entire two games that we played in Chicago, I did not one time have to hear that horrible Chelsea Dagger song to celebrate a Blackhawks goal because Pekka didn't allow any. Uh, that was that was soothing to me. Didn't cause me to go to sleep until the plane ride home. But uh, that was 
that was something that was incredible to me, actually, when you consider they had the best record in the league in the regular year, and the Predators, who just made the playoffs on the last day, came in and shut them out two games on home ice. Yeah, that was amazing. Yep, I remember that well. Amen to that. Um, I would like to say that I was in the booth with you um, when that was going on, but I had to sit in the press box because there wasn't enough room for me to be in the, yeah. in the booth. In Chicago. Not, in that, not in that booth. You're talking about tiny. Yeah, Yeah, that thing was a closet. Was it as tiny as the Joe? No, nothing <laughs> is as tiny as the Joe was. Joe Lewis Arena was one. Uh, another, actually, there's three in major cities that I can recall where they did not, the architecture firm, did not design a broadcast booth and or press box in the building to begin with. And the other two cities in that situation were Los Angeles with the Forum and Madison Square Garden in New York City. Uh, hard for me to imagine, especially in media meccas like that, not doing such a thing and not having the foresight to take care of it. But uh, certainly well-corrected now in Madison Square Garden with the rebuild and in the new building in Los Angeles in Crypto.com Arena. Do you want to try? You want to try another wine, Justin? I think we're um, having. I, I think Pete, if it's okay, I think we're going to get Damon to call you back on another line. I don't know. It's we can hear oh, you. Really? It's, yeah, it's kind of. Oh, it's not on you, Pete. It's uh, not you. Know, you. It, I think it's, it just it gets choppy, and you're telling great stories, and I want everybody to be able to hear them. So, real okay. quick, we're going to call I'll you right back. Oh. Yeah, we'll yeah, call let, you right let's back. Let's try him on another line, Damon. Real quick. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, the uh, legendary Pete Weber. The if they played the game in December. It would be perfect in Detroit, back at the old Joe Louis Arena. Okay. Because Crispy was, it could be Santa Pete, because Crispy would basically be sitting on Pete's lap. That's how. That's how tight it was. Small the broadcast. Sounds like a, you know. So you're saying they were broadcasting live from a porta potty, <laughs> essentially. Clo- yeah. A, yeah. An a, a, a airplane bathroom. Phone booth. Airplane bathroom. Well, nobody that? knows what a phone booth is anymore. But no. Yes. Um, <laughs> airplane bathroom. Uh, made for one, but now we have to get two grown men in here trying to watch a hockey game together. Well, you know that Chicago Arena is a large arena. The United Center. The United Center. Okay. Huge. Yes. Then there a press few times. Box yes. It's tiny. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean the uh that booth, the the visiting booth was tiny. Pretty I couldn't small. even be in there. Yeah, I couldn't even be in You're there. Putting people on punishment apparently. Yeah. I think Pete Pete, I told the story. I said, you know, if you guys would play the Red Wings at the old Joe Lewis Arena in Detroit, it would have been appropriate because you could be Santa Pete because Crispy basically sat in your lap during the game. Yes, he did. It was kind of like uh, Paul Winchell and Jerry Mahoney, if you remember all the old uh, ventriloquist and his dummy. (laughs) 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 Draw whatever conclusions you wish. Yes, I was going to say, okay, I'm just going to move on now, Pete, and ask you about uh, the way you approach the game. Um, You know, Pete, I I admire anybody who's been doing this longer than Darren and I. You certainly fall in that category. Um, So I wanted to ask you, how do you watch the game? How do you continue to follow the puck? Is it second nature by now? Do you have a method? How do you keep up with the action um, when you are in difficult situations like at a Joe Louis Arena or you're sitting on top of the building or wherever you are? How do you keep up with the action? Let me tell you about a Joe Louis Arena story for Terry and me in the playoffs, which must have been 2012. Uh, somebody was standing up in front of our broadcast location holding a sign, and I complained to the people in the press box, and they had that fan removed. Next thing I know, a popcorn box and an empty drink cup is thrown at us. In uh, I would gather in protest to what I had done to get them 
out of my line of vision. Mm. So that was an interesting uh, night to be certain as we had to learn how to dodge things a little bit better, and so did some of our, our partners up in the broadcast booth area. But how do I watch it? And, I, and I'm watching a game right now as we speak, okay. a replay of the, of the Rangers-Red Wings last night, and I just think by constantly watching, it keeps me accelerated to the point where I need to be. I, I never really needed, except in some buildings where we were so far back, the uh, comment tale that the Fox uh, special Fox talk had back mm-hmm. in the uh, mid-90s up until the early 2000s uh, to be able to follow the action. But it helped at that point in time quite a bit, especially when the puck was on the boards nearer to my location. But it's simply watching how the players react. It's kind of like a baseball announcer looking at the infielders and outfielders to figure out where the heck the ball is gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's because I know people commonly complain on television that the game is is sometimes hard to follow because they don't know where the puck is, which is why they came right. up with some of the inventions that you were talking about there. But as somebody who's broadcast, you know, 2000 Predator game alone, I was just wondering, well, how does because you got to see it, especially when it's down in close corners and they're trying to to dig it out and things like that, and people have lost it. Um, you know, there's got to be a method for you to try to keep up with where the puck goes, who's got it, and uh, when the moves are so fast, so yes. fast, and they're magic tricks sometimes with the puck. Uh, have, have you seen situations where you were like, I don't even see it going in the net. Like, when did that, you know, like, oh, it, heck. like you know, the horn goes off. You're like, when when did that happen? I was sitting yeah, right here the happens. whole time. That, that will still happen on occasion to me, to be certain. And when it really began happening to me, to the point where it got absolutely annoying, was during COVID when we were not doing road games. We were doing, well, we were doing road games, but doing them from Bridgestone Arena, sitting down in front of a 70-inch monitor, and all of a sudden there's a very creative TV producer or director who decides that at some point in time we need to see a close-up of a fan's or a player's face, which does not help me at all because it takes it away from the action on the ice. Pete, your favorite horn outside the one at Bridgestone. <laughs> Favorite horn in all of hockey. Who's got it? It is probably the old odd in Buffalo where uh, I first met Claudia and that was a that was one that sounded uh, so much like a, uh, a a ship saying, "Okay everybody, get on board. We're ready to take off out of this dock right now." Yeah, that that was a fantastic <laughs> one. The, the one that you know, the thing that probably gets me going crazy is, is the cannon in Cal- in uh, Columbus. Every time they score a goal, the Blue Jackets set off a cannon. And nothing like the All-Star game that was held there several years ago where they decided to fire off the cannon for both teams' goals. And the score of that game was 17-12. to 12. Oh. So you can imagine, you can imagine the, uh, the recoil we had in that game. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're in, I mean, all of a sudden now we're having an old-time, you know, pirate ship battle well, in the they, sea yes, at that they point. They play an ACDC song, and if you, if you can time it up like you know when at that point in the song when they cue it yeah you know when the cannon's gonna go off it's still it still gets you every so time. is it like the tampa bay buccaneers thing that they do when they shooting been, the yeah, cannon? i haven't been to a bucks game but yeah, I think yeah that's what same, it sounds yeah, like pete concept. is that is that what we're talking about here i mean i guess that's very unique. close to it okay yeah very close to it yeah you have seen the expansion of the league as well with the addition of several teams and i know uh, that they try new things. They try new things in Las Vegas with their introduction and the laser lights and all of that, and the new thing 
things that I'm sure they've tried in Seattle with, you know, the Kraken, where, you know, it's a, it's a singular thing, not, you know, a, a, a team of, of things, you know, just sort of a, a singular pronunciation of a, of a team, you know, a member of the Kraken, or, you know, you don't say the right. Krakens, you say the Kraken. So I, I'm wondering, Pete, of the rollouts you've seen outside of the one right here in Nashville, which we know was wonderful and the greatest of all time, but outside of this <laughs> one, Pete, uh, what what role? When did you go somewhere, and the first time you saw it, you were like, "Well, that's different." I, I wasn't expecting that. I guess I'd have to say it was uh, in the. This will really age me, but the World Football League, oh. and uh, back in the seventies, and I was a uh, season ticket holder for one of those singular named teams, the Chicago Fire, with ah. what they did, mm-hmm. uh, and that was. That was fun stuff that they did there. Virgil Carter came over to the NFL, was their first starting quarterback. A guy who was a chiropractor became their number one wide receiver. And the, the star was really defensively, uh, former Notre Dame, Rudy Kuchenberg at linebacker. Hmm. So uh, that was a different introduction for me to Soldier Field, which now will be abandoned by pro football, yeah. uh, at least the NFL, in the next few years yeah. as the Bears take up residency in Arlington Park. Yeah. Pete, just to pass along, uh, the University of Tennessee, the next time you're there for an event, uh, they have just hired Alan Green as their senior deputy athletics director. And the reason I'm telling you that is because he is a fine graduate of Notre Dame. He actually played baseball at Notre Dame and got drafted by the Yankees. So now works at UT. Whenever I I go to UT, I go to that boathouse restaurant. Oh, and yeah. uh, be- because my uh, mother-in-law had pointed this out first about how similar I appeared uh, next to the former football coach, let's remember very quickly here, uh, Claudia and I went in for dinner one night after a basketball game, and they said, well, Mr. Fulmer, here we have a table for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, Pete, uh, enjoy game 2001 tonight. We'll do. Wild. Let's get to work on 4,000 and uh, see what happens next. <laughs> All right, Pete. Thank, thank you, you as Pete. always. Thank you, gentlemen. Pete Weber. Man, the one and only. Yep. One Man, and only. And legend. Yes, sir. Good stuff. It is. It's, it's, an, it's an amazing talent. I've never seen anybody do it when I you know, was fortunate enough to travel with the team during the playoffs. Yeah. I would sit close by Pete, and the minute the wheels went up, he was out. <laughs> the minute the wheels went came down that you're talking about calling the hockey game no, no you're I mean, talking about the flight like i i can't do i can't sleep on flight i'll tell you the two places i can't i can't sleep on a car or on a on a plane can't okay. do it can't do it i can't do it it just you're you're not soothed is that I, what's going on you're I, not being soothed at, at I, that at that moment i, I kind of feel the, like i think it's something that's not in my control i guess i can't ever be at ease oh like if i'm driving you know, yeah. i don't get tired when i drive yeah Cause I'm in, I guess because I'm in control. You're in control, yeah. But if I'm not driving, I I can't sleep. Yeah. Probably because I'm not in control. Because you're I not can't in control, be, yeah. I can't be relaxed. You're like, well, what's going on? I need to be up in case yeah. something happens. Yeah. I, I, I would assume that's what it is. I, I don't know. Well, you know, listen, next time you're on a plane and you feel like, you know, you're not in control, just know that you're not. And also, there's nothing you can do about the fact that you're not in control. So even in a car, you can lunge across and grab the wheel in case something happens. In a plane, there's no such animal. No, true. You're you're just up there. I would have put Pete Weber to the ultimate test. The worst plane ride I've ever been on was coming back from the Winter Classic 
in Dallas. Okay. Because I did not come back with the team. Flew commercial back. Okay. And the flight. A little turbulent. The flight from Dallas to KC. It wasn't a direct flight from Dallas to Nashville. Okay. It was Dallas to Kansas City to Nashville. The flight from Dallas to Kansas City was by far the worst flight I'd ever been on. And it was a packed flight. It's a short it, flight. What is that flight? No. What is that? Like two hours? Yeah. That's not, that's not yeah. sure whenever you're bouncing around <laughs> and your head's hitting the ceiling. That's not two no, hours. Felt that's like, a... felt like it was an hour and a half, two hours. It felt like eternity. Wow. But if Pete Weber could have slept on that, he could he could literally sleep through anything. Through anything at all. Because I don't know how anybody could have slept on that place. That was, there was, just put it this way, there was no service. Oh, they didn't the come. The entire flight. They didn't come with the cart, huh? No. Mm. There was no service. Yeah, everybody's, uh, just hold on. It wasn't like, hey, we're going to have to, 15 minutes of, you know. Yeah. Everything we're gonna need everybody to stay seated for fifteen minutes and then we'll get back to no. regularly scheduled program. Wouldn't like that. No, it was like, yeah, we're not gonna be able to serve you yeah. until we get to Kansas City. Have a seat, everybody. Yeah, and, uh, have a seat. Hold and buckle on. up. Hold on. I'm like, we'll be there soon. I literally went rut row. If I'd have known what I knew when we landed in Kansas City, I'd have rented a car. Yeah, probably never got on the plane. No, I wouldn't. I would have rented a car and drove back. Wow. Yeah. So, all right, we're wide open the rest of the hour if you want to get involved. 615-844-5600. Good stuff there from Pete Weber tonight. Again, Predators hosting the Minnesota Wild. It'll be interesting. John Hines on the bench as the new head coach of the Wild. We'll come back more of the McFarland Show next. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's 
super fast and easy. And I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast. For this afternoon, we'll have increasing cloudiness or high temperature 62. Cloudy tonight with showers developing below 44. Widespread showers to start the day Friday scattered for the afternoon, high 64. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. We'll head to Indianapolis to begin the second hour of the program, learn a little bit more about the opponent of the Titans on Sunday. Doesn't look like they're going to be with Jonathan Taylor. No, they're pretty banged up, Mm -hmm. it would seem. Uh, listening to a little bit of the uh, Titans assistants uh, talking today, uh, they were making a comment about how different the team looks because they're missing so many players compared to uh, the way that they looked a few weeks ago when they last played them, uh, missing uh, some some key guys. So uh, I think it would suggest that you know may- maybe the Titans have a have a fighting chance. I mean, the 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 line certainly thinks so. You know, looking back on on the whole. You know uh, the, the the sports betting aspect of it. Uh, it's a one point game. It's a pick 'em essentially. When I mm-hmm. looked yesterday, I yeah. don't know if it's moved, but no, that's what it is. It's basically a pick 'em. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a that's a coin flip shot for a team um, that has won all their home games. But the Colts on the other end have also played very well on the road. They're four and one on the road. So, them coming in here and getting this win is is. Uh, is, is something's going to be high on their list because I, I'm trying to go back. Last time they swept the Titans in the season, it's been a few years. They ran all over the Titans last time. All yeah. over. They ran for, what, almost 200 yards? Yeah. And it wasn't Taylor. No. No, it was Moss. Mm-hmm. I did hear, <laughs> I think it was Big Jeff, and obviously <laughs> he's their, one of their few shining stars, right? But he did say, you know, if it wasn't for those, like, explosive plays. I mean, really, when you get down to it, we didn't give up much, right? It's like, well, but, but yeah. But, but you gave up the explosive plays, but, man. But, but, but Jeff. The like, explosive plays count. They, 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 they still happen. <laughs> I mean, you're, they I count. Mean, I get it. It's like, 
Well, I mean, if they didn't have that 90-yard touchdown pass, yeah, I mean, we really I mean, didn't. Uh, the moral victories, yeah, we didn't get time for that. I mean, give up a know, lot passing. Let's say, yeah, well, but it is what it is. 90-yard touchdown kind of played a big part in the game. So, it did. yeah, you can't really take out the explosive plays. Like, that's I don't think that's really how it works. No, no, like, you, you can't. can work on it. Like you can say, okay, how about we not give up the explosive <laughs> plays? But to say, I mean, if you really take away those handful of explosive plays, we really didn't. You know, give up much rushing. Was Everything like, was great. Well, those handful of explosive plays had a big impact on the game. Yeah, they can hurt you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Colts won three in a row. And I, I don't know what to make of them. It, it, they're a bit of a mystery because, you know, of their lack of quarterback. They're you doing know, it with Gardner Minshew. It's it's smoke and mirrors. I don't know anything about their head coach. Um, they're, they're, they're a huge question mark. I don't know how they're getting this done, but they are. Credit to them. Credit to them. They are the, the forgotten team because everyone's talking about uh, Trevor Lawrence down in, in Jacksonville and, of course, C.J. Stroud uh, over in, in, in Houston. And they're a playoff team, too. As of right now, they are. The Colts are. Which is um, amazing. It, it is amazing. But, you know, that's that's where we are. You, you know, the Titans uh, better take note. So we'll, we'll see. We'll I mean, see. to your point, there's no real, like, you know, you would think you, like, tell me they're great players on offense. They're star players. <laughs> Who's their their star tight end? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Give me their, their star receivers. I mean. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Is T.Y. Hilton still there? No, T.Y. Hilton's gone. Okay. He's retired. Marvin Harrison? No, he's, he's retired. Okay. Uh, Reggie Wayne? Reggie Wayne, retired. No, he's not there? Nope. Nope. Um... Okay, then no, I'm drawing a blank here. Yeah, you know it's 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 tough, and and that's what makes them, I think, a little tough. And they're so unassuming uh, with the way they're able to go out there. I see Michael Pittman Jr. is their yeah, big player. I mean, he is ten he's catches, uh, 107 yards last week. He's their number one receiver, but I mean, he's, he's good. He's he's not. I don't think he's consistent enough. Does no. he have good games? Yeah. He's but not then elite. He, then he disappears. He's, he's good. He's not elite. Josh Downs is a rookie, and he's had a pretty decent year. Yeah, actually, he's been better than than I thought he was going to be. So uh, he's been he's been pretty consistent. But I guess you know what I'm getting at is they just have it. There's not a whole lot where you look at it and you go, man, yeah, I can see that. Like, I mean, like how how they're winning games. They're they're just winning. Listen to the, listen to this here. Garden Gardner Minshew last week. 24-41 for 251 yards, no touchdowns and a pick, and this team scored 27 points. Right, and that's two games for the Titans. Yes. So, you know, if that's the way it's going to be, then, yeah, the Titans, you know, they got to figure out a way to score some points, and, and that's the, the reality of the Titans' season in a nutshell. If the Titans can't figure out a way to put points on the board, they're, they're not going to beat the Colts or anybody else. Uh, the Colts have scored... Over 20 points a game in every single game they've played this season other than an ugly win over the Patriots. Every other game they've scored, let's see, 27, 27, uh, 27 again, 38, 20, 23, 23, uh, 22, 31, and 21. Yeah. Is their offense any better than the Titans? Well, clearly, saying, clearly it is. I'm They're sorry, scoring more I'm, points. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> wrong, wrong way to phrase that question. Rephrase: Is their personnel any better on offense? They are no less talented than the Titans. No, yeah. I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think. 
But, you know, they're, they're figuring out a way to score touchdowns where the Titans can't. They just can't. And I, I, I don't fully understand that, but they can't score touchdowns. I, I don't believe their personnel is any – their offensive line is better. But okay. other than that, well, they, they, they have, their personnel is no different. No. And, you know, they had Anthony Richardson, and then he was hurt, and then it's been Gardner Minshew. And so – Who's okay? So, yeah. yeah. Gardner well, Minshew's well, not a disaster. Well, He's, you know – they're winning games and they're scoring twenty-seven points. Yeah, a, a lot. So I mean, I I don't I don't even know. Like I said, I think the the thing that's hard for them is it, maybe if you without Jonathan Taylor who had a nice game last week, you know, it, maybe if you limit Pittman, you got a shot there. The try to keep them contained so they don't you know get out and score touchdowns and score points and yeah, I, but I, I don't really know. It, they're, they're hard to make out. They really are. They're hard to make. And, you know, here's the other thing. Look for the interceptions, Darren. Yeah. You know, Gardner Minshew has already thrown seven. He's yep. got eight touchdowns, seven interceptions this year. So look for the picks. And this team can't get interceptions no, either. They can't get interceptions, though. That's a problem. So, I mean, it, they're, they're, both teams are, are really, but the Titans are more frustrating more than anything else yep. at this point. They feel like they're supposed to be better than what they are, even though they have suffered the, but they just can't get over the hump there's always something there's just always something going on with them come back i'm going to ask you about the stuff that's been out there on vrabel and Rand carthon oh, okay from boston sure. we really haven't gotten into that not really but so okay we can do that that's to close fine. that hour number one we'll do that next here on the mcfarland show nashville sports radio it's just a few cocktails at happy hour there aren't any cops around after every game we always have a few it's no big deal it was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts. From the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. 
sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. As a Middle Tennessee-based company, Strike and Spare Family Fund Centers is committed to helping our community. This November, we are honoring our local veterans. Strike and Spare is partnering with We Are Building Lives, a local foundation dedicated to helping veterans get back on their feet. So far, more than 1,100 homeless veterans have been helped off the streets through the We Are Building Lives Foundation. During November, for every $5 donation made to We Are Building Lives, Strike and Spare will give you a free game of bowling. Visit any of our five area Strike and Spare centers to donate or visit strikeandspare.com to donate today and help our heroes find a way home. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Blue Cross. Was it the Blue Cross Bowl? Yes, yes it is. State championships in, in Chattanooga. Right now, we've got one game in the books. Congratulations to CPA. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. They won a state title. Isn't that weird? The CPA Lions Have won. they done that before? I th- I think maybe. I th- you maybe. think so? A few times? Maybe like five out of the last six years. Oh, or something, oh, something oh, like oh. That. so it's something they do quite often. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations to them there's nonetheless. Just, there's this Ingle Martin guy? Yeah. You heard of him? I have. Yeah. CPA beat Boyd Buchanan 35 13. Mm. Right now, you've got Middle Tennessee Christian yes. and Friendship Christian. Middle yes. Tennessee Christian leading 14 to 6 in the second quarter. Like I said, Blue Cross Bowl in Chattanooga. And there's about four and a half minutes to go in the first half. 14 6. Middle Tennessee Christian over Friendship Christian. Now, Tonight, it'll be yeah. Baylor versus McCauley. There is word, and this is unofficial, so you know, don't don't quote me on this. But there is little birds telling me that this uh, Blue Cross uh, Bowl will be coming back to Nashville once the dome is done. Yeah, I believe that. So I'm not surprised by that. Just putting that out there. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. But you know, once once the dome gets finished, that you know, these games like the one we're seeing today will be played. In other words, 2027. Yeah, 2027. Yeah. Again, not surprised. <laughs> Because <laughs> if we're calling it like it is, I, I don't particularly think Chattanooga and Cookville have really worked. Cookville really gave it a good try. They did. Yeah. But, I mean, look at the – I mean, Chattanooga, there's, there's nobody there. No. And I get it. It's a it's a Thursday. But, uh, you know, it's in the middle of the to, day. To be fair, but, though, Darren, there wasn't a lot of people there when the games were here. When they in were, Murfreesboro? In, well – there were years where it was better. I, there, some there were, were better than others. I, yeah, some years there were some really good crowds. Some years were better than others, um, but yeah, I mean, 
I, I don't know. It's hit and miss. I, I guess what I'm getting at is considering Nashville and, you know, all the people that are here and all yeah. the people that choose to come here to visit. Yeah. I, I'm just saying you have the best shot at your best crowds in downtown Nashville. Yeah. Then in, no offense, Chattanooga or Cookville or even Murfreesboro. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. I'm no, not, I don't I'm think you are. I'm not in the high school scene right now. I mean, well, the games were but at I've Vanderbilt been, at one point as they well. They were, and I've been here for all those. Yeah. And, you know, I don't recall. I mean, I'm a little foggy on the attendance, but I do remember, you know, the venues for these games, and I don't remember huge crowds. I do remember some crowds out there in, 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 at MTSU being large at, at an occasion. But the, the games at Vanderbilt, I don't remember, you know, 30,000 people in there exactly for, for some of these games. But, you know, maybe I'm just a little foggy. No, I don't 30,000. I mean, I used early on when I got here, I worked some of those games. So, but you also had, you know, teams from, you know, Rutherford County there, yeah. right? So that always helps. Yeah. You know, you get an Oakland or whatever, Riverdale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You get no, one of those teams yeah. there, then, you know, it makes it a little bit easier. At the time when I was going, Brentwood was there, yeah. right? So that, that always helps. Back when it was old Clinic Bowl. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. That is going to do it for hour number one. We'll come back. We'll head to Indianapolis. We'll learn a little bit more about the opponent that will be here on Sunday afternoon. We'll talk to Andy Sweeney, 107.5 there, the fan in Indianapolis. We will do that to begin the second hour of the McFarland Show, WNSR. Five sixty AM, ninety five nine FM, Brentwood, Nashville, one zero seven nine FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first twenty four hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio, ABC News. I'm Rena Roy. Indicating that the U.S. is involved in intense negotiations to extend the ceasefire beyond today to get more hostages out of Gaza and more aid into that narrow strip of bombed-out land, White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby today. I know one of the first questions I'm going to get is, what are the chances of an extension? And I just can't tell you that right now, except to tell you that we're working at it literally by the hour to see if we can get this seventh day turned into an eighth and ninth and tenth and, and beyond. Today, the House debates whether to make New York Republican George Santos the sixth member of that body to be expelled in its history. Santos saying he shouldn't be tossed on no conviction. Tomorrow, the House could vote. He's willing to end his months-long one-man blockade of military promotions over Pentagon abortion policy, says Senator Tommy Tuberville, Alabama Republican. Today's inflation report from the Commerce Department said prices were unchanged from September to October. This is ABC News. Hi, what brings you to the clinic today? Oh, the baby's not feeling well. I think she might have a fever. Ah, uh, well, let's check her temp with the Exergen thermometer. You're right. These Exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh, gosh. Well, that Exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to use. Yes, and many doctors recommend Exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers backed by over 100 clinical studies are available at Walmart and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. This year, Staples wants everyone to have a happy holiday deal. 
That's right, Holla Deal. Staples Holla Deals are amazing savings on hot holiday tech. Great prices on laptops, game systems, earbuds, and more. And now at Staples, you can save up to $350 on select PCs. During Staples Holla Deals, it's not about the fa-la-la. It's about saving moolala. Save up to $350 on select PCs today at Staples. Ends 1223 in-store only. See associate for details. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Drop me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Righty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour on this Thursday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a great day. So far, it is gorgeous here in Nashville today. Enjoy this weather. Mm-hmm. It's in the 60s today. Rain tomorrow. Rain tomorrow. Yes. Thanks for just getting everybody down after I just Sorry, propped I mean, them listen, up, got just, them excited, and you're just like, yeah, but take your umbrellas tomorrow. Hey, listen, just trying to make sure people are prepared. Okay. Let's head up to Indianapolis. We'll see if the Colts are prepared for the Titans on Sunday. Let's talk to Andy Sweeney. 93.5 and 107.5, the fan up in Indy. He's doing a morning show there. Andy, how's it going? Man, I tell you what, you guys are making me jealous. I haven't seen the sun in two weeks. That's because you, you live in Indianapolis, <laughs> <laughs> You guys are 60 degrees. You guys got it going. No, yeah, what's going on? No, it's uh, uh, Indy's been fun, but I, I tell you, we haven't seen the sun in two weeks, so 60 wow. degrees would be nice. That's because you, you live in the Midwest in November, sir. Darren and I have both done it, so we understand. <laughs> no, the sun will be back in around March or so. It, it'll come back, I promise. It's, it's right around for the basketball teams to fizzle out in March Madness, right? Yeah. Everyone fizzles out, but at least we get the sun, you know? Not so bad. No doubt. Last time I talked to you, you were in Louisville. Now you're in Indianapolis. How's it going? Man, I tell you what, you know, it's only 90 minutes away from Louisville uh, and uh, in Indianapolis, Darren, but it's it's totally different what we're talking about. I mean, obviously, you're having me on to talk Colts, uh, tons of NFL here, a lot more than in Louisville. And you know this, in Louisville, it's all about 
Kentucky basketball, Louisville basketball, those fans beating each other over the heads, right? I mean, that's basically 100% of the conversation or two fan bases that don't mind just absolutely crushing each other. Uh, and so now I come in, it's a little bit more united. More people like the Colts, like in Nashville. More people like the Tennessee Titans and more people like uh, the Pacers, much like people like the Predators there. So uh, it's different. It's fun. It's mornings and uh, it's going well. Yeah, appreciate you asking. It's going great. So you brought up the you brought up Kentucky. So you know Will Levis is, is under center for the yep. Titans. What, what do you make of him so far? And Tell us what you were thinking going into the draft because I think everybody had thoughts on really what they thought about Will Levis, right? Yeah, I mean, I was, boy, I tell you, I was a mixed bag on Levis. Um, I, I wasn't a Levis hater like so many people were, but I also wasn't a, level, a Levis apologist. You know, uh, his first year at Kentucky, he did not have great stats but he looked more poised, and he looked like he was poised to take a next step, right? And then his final year at Kentucky, you know, they just – they stunk. That Kentucky team reverted back – guys, they reverted back to Kentucky football that you've watched so much of your life, right? Yeah. I mean, they had a porous offensive line. They didn't beat good teams. Levis was out some games. I mean, you guys know they lost to Vanderbilt. They lost to Vanderbilt, uh, you know, and so – you know, they were a bad team that year, and so he should not have played in the bowl game. And then, you know, getting ready for the draft, I, you know, here in Indy, there were a lot of people that thought he was going to go for overall. Hmm. And, and then when Richardson got taken, it made a lot more sense, did it not? I mean, I know at hindsight it's easy to, to play that game, but, you know, we looked at him and said, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Shane Sykin just came from Philadelphia. Well, his quarterback, Jalen Hurts, looks a lot more playing style like Anthony Richardson than, than Will Levis, right? And even though Levis is not a stiff, he's mobile, right? He's a mobile, he's a mobile quarterback, but he's not that, right? He's not Jalen Hurts. He's not what the Colts here hope Anthony Richardson ends up being. So I guess hindsight, it made all the sense in the world that they would not go with Richardson. And I guess I felt a little bit bad for him when he fell, um, I'm not surprised through a few games there in Tennessee that the best game he had, you know, Atlanta let him throw that deep bomb. The dude's got a cannon. You know, he had it at Kentucky, Penn State, has it there in Tennessee. So, I, I mean, it seems like to me from the outside, it's a mostly positive bag. But I do know that obviously the Titans don't have a great roster. They don't have a bunch of wide receivers. Derrick Henry with Levis isn't even four yards per carry right now so it's an uphill battle but I, I guess I guess I'm positive on Levis but I still don't know if he's a 10-year pro right or, or a 10-year starter that you're going to build everything around so uh, I hope he plays well hope he does well and again I wasn't surprised he played so well against Atlanta they let him go back there and be comfortable and throw that ball 60 yards and he can do that as good as anybody for sure yeah and that's the interesting part Andy right like think about it really unless you tell us otherwise they're, these markets are in the same boat right now because there wasn't enough of Anthony Richardson for you guys to really be all in or all out or whatever. You're just kind of like a, you know, yep. an incomplete, right? I guess would probably be the best way to grade him because just didn't see enough. You don't, there's not enough to form an opinion one way or the other. I suspect even if Will Levis plays out, 
even though he's banged up. And by the way, he was banged up all last year at Kentucky, so I don't know if this is going to be yep. an issue with him trying to stay healthy. But let's just say for the sake of this conversation, he plays out the rest of the season. This team isn't very good, so I think we're going to probably have an incomplete on him too. We're going to be like, well, there's things we like, there's things that we don't like, just not sure, not the, you know, not real sure yet. And what makes it difficult for both markets, if that's our feelings going into the offseason, Jack, Jacksonville has their guy in Trevor Lawrence, and it looks yep. like, at least right now, and and both of us, we don't we've we've been down this road before. We're not ready to jump into the deep end without checking for water because this league is pretty good. They figure <laughs> you out and they figure out what you're not good at, and year two can look different than year one. But with all that being said, Andy, it does look like CJ Stroud is the real deal. So if two teams in the division have their franchise quarterbacks and are going in the positive direction, you know, you know it's all about having that guy under center. And these two teams probably are going to be, we're going to be sitting here in the offseason going, I, I think, I think he's good, but I'm not sure he's good. Yeah, but think about this. It's for different reasons. It's for different reasons. You know, I mean, Levis didn't start until five games ago. I mean, eventually you knew whether it's a bad play or injury that Tannehill was going to, you know, give you a chance, give Levis a chance to play. I, I mean, here, guys, it's injury. Like, it, like, I think the fans would be, would rather be dealing with uneven play and probably a few less wins if it meant they knew the health of their number four overall pick. I mean, this season, let me go back. So when I started right at the beginning of the season, guys, this this conversation was that wins didn't matter. Uh, I mean, not that much. Not like, you know, the top teams. Wins didn't matter. They went into the season here in Indianapolis thinking, well, you know, three, four, five wins. I picked them to win five games, and I was seen – I was probably up in the upper 80% in picking them to win (laughs) as many as five games. I mean, there were legit three-win conversations going on. And then, you know, they gave Richardson the job, which he earned, and you you obviously play him over Minshew. And so you have a situation here where it wasn't about wins – the quarterback that everything's about the quarterback in the offense that goes down, you know, against Tennessee, right? That goes down a month and a half, whatever it was two months ago. And then the team, because of schedule, because some guys have stepped up because Minshew has been just good enough. And some other factors, they, they win enough games to sit here going into December with the seven seed right now with, Bad teams in front of them with the Titans and with the Bengals without Burrow and with Atlanta and with, um, oh, there's another bum on the schedule. But you get what I'm saying, right? Then, okay, now it's about wins. And so this season's been all over the place because it wasn't supposed to be about wins. Now it is about wins, and that's fine right now. But you guys know this. The, the, the franchise quarterback matters more, right? It matters more. You guys can take losses in Tennessee. That's fine. We'll let us go throw for 310 yards and a couple touchdowns. We'll be okay if we lose by three. That's how I thought it was going to be here. They've won enough games to damper the Anthony Richardson um, sadness that was very much out there. But they go into this season feeling, this is how I'm going to feel, terrified about the injury situation to Anthony Richardson. Very, very nervous about how that's going to be going forward. 
and, and then on top of it, this is a guy in Richardson who has about as many, who has about half as many uh, uh, pass attempts as like Levis does right now. So there's the other component that while when Richardson played, he played well, the offense looked like it could be very fun, but you still don't know that with such limited time he had high school, Florida, five games or whatever it was, really three, three and a half games in the NFL. So it's just been so Jekyll and Hyde of buying into, okay, we're not going to win. Okay, now we're going to win. Okay, now our quarterback's out. Now we have to rally behind Gardner Minshew. It's really been a crazy up and down season. We still got like a month and a half to go. Andy, how is this team winning games, the Colts? Like how do, how do they, you, you went over all the problems and the injuries and people they're missing, but they've won three in a row. How is this team winning games? Schedule. Schedule. I, I mean, not all schedule, but that's a huge component. Look who they beat. Carolina, uh, two pick sixes. They won that game by 14. Kenny Moore had two pick sixes. Uh, New England, 10-6 to six in a game that, unless you're a sick person that loves football at 9 o'clock in the morning, which I am, uh, or if you had somebody, I guess, what, Jonathan Taylor on your, maybe, maybe Michael Pittman on your fantasy team, um, you were watching that game. I mean, 10-6, a terrible game. And then Tampa Bay, who is a notch above, obviously, those teams. Um, they've done it the last few weeks, 11 sacks the last two weeks. They've done it by a defensive line, even without Grover Stewart, suspended still, will not be there in Tennessee. They've done it, by, and that's how they need to win on Sunday, and that's get to Will Levitt. Hit him, hurry him, uh, four, five, six sacks in the game. They've done that, mm. and they've had just timely offense. I mean, last week, Steichen went for it on fourth down, uh, I think it was four or five times, and two of those times directly led to 14 points, two touchdowns. And so you're talking about a team, low margin for error. Uh, they need Minshew not to turn it over. They need to be able to run the football and kind of win in the margins. Uh, and then obviously the news here with Jonathan Taylor going down hurts him even more, takes that margin for error and brings it down even more, even though Zach Moss is a pretty good player. But fans here know that they, that they have, that they've won games recently because of their schedule. And kind of around here, they're hoping Tennessee is down in the dumps enough that they can continue that trend. Wow. Um, your sense of Colts fans, who do they hate? Is there a team that <laughs> they hate there in Indianapolis that gets on their yeah, nerves? It used to be New England. It used to be New England. Huh. You know? Makes sense. But yeah, and it kind of, and it kind of, I mean, you have to think going back, okay, so the Titans had won. I would say Tennessee's pretty, pretty close up there. Going into that game, we talked about, hey, is this the kind of the rival for the Chiefs, or for the Chiefs, goodness, for the, for the Colts now, uh, given that where New England is and maybe that's fallen off. I mean, you have to think Tennessee won five straight in the series before Lucas Oil. Yeah. Right? I mean, that, that's, that's pretty dominant. I mean, Mike Vrabel has been dominant and, and damn right bullying, uh, the, the Colts. So I, I would say, I, I would say they hate, the Titans, and I would say they hate the the Patriots, and I would say those two, <laughs> those two, uh, those two are at the top. But I'm telling people here, you guys need to start hating CJ Stroud because that dude's good. Like you guys <laughs> just mentioned, y'all need to start hating CJ Stroud because he's good, man. That's just winging it. <laughs> start hating CJ Stroud <laughs> and good, uh, start getting on that uh, because that's uh, yeah. that's the wave of the future there. Uh, what is the what is the expectations now? Are people going to be disappointed if this team fades down the stretch? Or are they going to say, well, you know, it was a good run? And, you know, and, and here's the other scary thing, Andy. What if this team goes on a real run and Gardner Minshew turns into 
somewhat of the guy? Are there is there going to be any debate about whether or not to even go back to Richardson next year for this team? No. 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 Okay, we're not even point. entertaining that. Sec- just no. no. Just flat no. No, uh, 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 no. On, your se- on your second point, I mean, they are uh, head over heels uh, with Anthony Richardson. Um, th- there is, you know, you know, Minshew, listen, M- Minshew has had games. Um, whether you look at, oh, I mean, I, I can, you know, Jacksonville, when they lost three straight, you go back and look at Jacksonville and Cleveland. I mean, he was, he was a mess. I mean, he was a mess. Now, their third stringer was Sam Ellinger, if you remember him from I do. Texas. Who Texas, played yeah. last year. Yeah, I mean, he was fine at Texas, but it was like, my co-host was like, do you want to talk to Sam Ellinger? I'm like, no. Uh, <laughs> if it gets to that, if it gets to that, you know, you, you're jumping out of the plane at this point and you hope the parachute <laughs> works. Um, no, I, I think the question about Gardner Minshew is, you know, he's a free agent. He came in on a one-year deal. And so with Anthony Richardson having such issues with health, I mean, you're going to have to bring in a backup quarterback who's good. Like, you're going to have to invest a little bit of money there, um, given that you don't know. So I could even see Minshew, if he thinks he has it pretty good, coming back ne- you know, coming back next year. But, no, I mean, they're, they're not going to move off him. It's, it's all Anthony Richardson. He's around the team. He's around the, the, the complex. He's taking the mental reps and everything that they're calling it. So it's all him all the time, for sure. Zach Moss lit up the Titans for 165 yards uh, last time the two teams met. You were shocked by that or not surprised at all that Zach Moss could put up 165 in a game? Well, now, what is going to be interesting about that? Well, was I shocked? I don't know. I mean, maybe a little bit. I mean, he he obviously has had, you know, not huge numbers throughout his you know career being a complimentary back. What's interesting about that is – how is it now that it's all Minshew? If you remember, one of his big runs in the Tennessee game mm-hmm. was with Anthony Richardson in the game. That's you true. know, Anthony Richardson, Anthony Richardson, it's a third and short, it's a second and short, and you have to think he's going to run, right? I mean, you have to think have he, to there's a guy back. Exactly. There is a guy back there, and that was that's the threat of Richardson or was the threat of Richardson earlier this season was, hey, in that Tennessee game, hey, I'm going to keep it, uh, or is he going to keep it? And that linebacker and or safety holds just for a split second, uh, and boy, Richardson doesn't have the ball, and Zach Moss can go do something with it. I, I mean, Zach Moss, honestly, the last few games, you know, they had the bye week, and then he had a game where he had seven touches, and I think New England, he only had the one touch. So it's almost like they've been able to ride Jonathan Taylor the last couple weeks that this team, because of the bye week, I kind of feel like Moss has had about two and a half weeks off. Um, and he only came back last week, and he looked a little bit stronger, a little bit faster, um, I thought. So I'm not surprised. I mean, listen, Moss is a quality player. You know, I mean, you go look at that running back free agent class, there are a bunch of big-time guys like Barkley and Eckler and uh, who else, Josh Jacobs. I know I'm missing some guys that are going to be out there. If there's that tier right below you know, I, I think Moss is a guy that can that can really play. He's been he's been. If you made me pick five guys, at, you know, end of the season, it may not look like this stat wise, but five guys who are the MVPs, Moss would have to be on it because you know Taylor missed those first four games, and then Taylor took two games to get acclimated, and now Taylor's going to miss two, three, four more games. If you didn't have Zach Moss, legit, I don't know who the running back would be. I, I really don't know. Trey Sermon's on the 53-man roster. I mean, they brought in guys like Kenyon Drake. Mm. Um, I mean, you're talking about real limited names 
at this point. Week number one, they lost to Jacksonville. One reason they lost is Deion Jackson was the starter, and Deion Jackson was a mess. He fumbled a couple times and was really one of the main reasons they lost that game. They actually cut him, guys, the next day. That Monday or Tuesday, they cut Deion Jackson because Moss was missing week one. He had a, he had an arm injury in, in, in camp. I mean, he's been, if you, again, if you made me list five guys, he may not end up in the year with some of the best stats, but his, he's been vital in keeping their running game afloat because of Jonathan Taylor's injury stuff. Does Louisville beat Florida State ACC championship game? Man, they might. Yeah. I think they might. I, I don't, they, they looked, I was at the Kentucky Louisville game. Darren, they, uh, that, that was, that was such a funny game. Uh, not to mention there were fights all in the crowd and stuff, and that was funny, and that's always a good time. <laughs> but I, it's, I mean, there, <laughs> it, it was. I mean, Kentucky did what Kentucky does to them. But can Louisville go out there? I, mean, I think they can. They can win. I mean, I, I really think they can. I mean, Jordan, if Jordan Travis were playing, it would be a no for me. It'd be about Florida State win. Maybe it's close. You know, it could be a pretty close game. But I mean, they got it. They got a great shot. If they don't. They're going to uh, they're going to end up probably backtracking to the Orange Bowl and facing like Ohio State and getting boat raced against Ohio State and they lose three straight <laughs> and their magical season. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's the worry there in Louisville. Yeah. Is that's the problem? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Andy, always a pleasure, man. Thanks Thank for you, doing sir. this. Great catching up hey, with guys, you. Appreciate it. Continued success. We'll talk soon. Hey, take care. Thank you, Andy Sweeney, ninety-five three one zero seven five, the fan there in Indianapolis does a morning show there and does a great job. Um, appreciate him coming on here. Absolutely. Good stuff about the Colts. We'll come back. We're wide open the rest of the hour if you want to get involved. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. More of the McFarland Show next. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. 
Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. We all know that natural life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, Fifth Avenue, downtown. Woods Equipment Company would like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. This important message is courtesy of Woods Equipment Company at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville, where they feel our area is a great place to live and raise a family. Call Woods Equipment Company at 615-256-5639. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derek Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. I think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. They're playing the state title games in Chattanooga. Middle Tennessee Christian leading Friendship Christian. Mm-hmm. 14-6 at the half. That game is actually on my TV 30. It is. Kelly Holcomb and Chip Walters in the booth. There you go. Game. There you go. That's the voices you'll get. A couple of good guys there. Yeah. Couple, really good guys, uh, Middle Tennessee Blue Raider guys. Absolutely, yeah. I went have to, to wonder what Chip they Walters. think. You went to school, with Chip. Yeah, thought I'd throw some in other than what you thought I was going to say. <laughs> That's the inside joke. Yeah, I was going to say nobody gets that. No, no, we get it. But I did go to school with Chip. He was a good guy, man. He was a really great guy too. Yeah. What would he say about you? Uh, he would probably say I was a, a mentor and a very instrumental in his career. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That's what he was saying. You didn't hey, is that what he, he was saying? Yeah, yeah. He, he took it and ran, didn't he, John? Yeah, man, I mean, gone. <laughs> gone. Oh, there's Murphy Fair on the sidelines, too. Looking so, dapper. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. Good stuff from Andy Sweeney from Indianapolis. Colts and Titans this Sunday. So, yeah, we said we are going to get into some stuff that's been mm-hmm. written up in Boston. Mm-hmm. They seem to be fascinated with one Mike Vrabel. Well, and they've even thrown Rand Carthon into this mix. Yes, which is pretty interesting. Well, isn't that so? Well, there's a lot of like. Well, I know, but there's a lot of layers. So let's. (laughs) Yeah, we haven't really talked about it much. So, what do you? 
I mean, what what you got? I don't. It's hard to know where to even start okay. with it. I mean, because I, I think that the noise is just that. I think it's a lot of noise. Um, I don't think that the, uh, the the folks up there in Boston have a whole lot of positive things to talk about, and they're looking forward here. Um, and they're trying to figure out, well, where can we go to get some and restore some hope up here uh, with Patriots football? And they don't think it's going to happen with Bill Belichick. And so obviously now you're hearing all kinds of names, you know, that Vrabel and Mayo and all kinds of other folks that, that you know, oh, well, they can come and res- resurrect the program. I, I, for one question still, and we don't know tons about Mike Vrabel behind the scenes a lot of times. He's you know, seems to be focused on winning games all oh, he's, the time. He's and, guarded? You're yeah, saying he doesn't He's slightly open guarded, up. yeah. He really? doesn't open up quite a bit. Oh. I do know he's got a tremendous amount of respect for the Patriots organization. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know well, he he's, was honored during the bye week. He was so. honored during the bye week. He's in their ring of fame or mm-hmm. hall whatever of honor or whatever it is yeah. up there. Um, but I wonder if his respect for Coach Belichick goes to as far as if you guys are going to fire him after all the success that he's had, I'm not sure I want to be the guy to come in and replace him. I'm not sure I want to get out of my contract here in Nashville to come up there and try to replace him after if that's the way you're going to you're going to treat him, if he feels that way about Coach Belichick at all towards that end. I just wonder if he would want to be the guy to replace Bill Belichick. I don't think they're that tight, personally. Okay. If they're not that tight. Because, now, just think about it. Hear me yeah. out. Hear me out. So, they've had some pretty memorable games. They have. Since Vrabel's been here. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. If you remember one game in particular, he, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick. He did. Remember? The, so, you talking about the... Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't think you do that. And they... They don't. I don't think you do that to somebody you hold in high. Look, do I think he has respect? Of course. Yeah. I I don't think I don't think they exchange Christmas cards. Okay. I just don't. Fair enough. I I also think that there's probably a lot of things Bill Belichick did. Look, you know how this goes. Mm-hmm. Whenever you are winning, you can do whatever you want, right? Like you can do press conferences where you just mumble, or you can have rules that people don't like. But if you're winning. Nobody can ever say anything, right? Like yeah. it's you have the ultimate control over everything. Yeah. And I think Bill Belichick clearly rubbed Tom Brady the wrong way. Yes. Over the years. Yes. They clearly did not see eye to eye. No. I suspect the same thing, Mike Vrabel and a lot of other players that have gone through there. Yeah. While they did a whole mm-hmm. lot of winning yeah. and they respected what he brought to the table, uh, and he respected the success that they had, I suspect privately they probably didn't love. Everything that he did. Okay. Okay. That's so, just yeah. Justin. I don't have any. I don't oh, have proof of any of that. That's just me trying to read the room. No. Okay. Makes sense. I don't think he. I think he respects him greatly. I don't think he looks at him as a mentor or somebody he holds up in the highest regards. Okay. So if do that's you, the case, do you have? Do you think that any? Do you think any of that could be true at all? I think a lot of that could be true. Absolutely. Um. You know, and it's clear that. Coach Vrabel is closer with the likes of Tom Brady uh, than he has been with, with with a few others on yes. the team, and you know they've been very playful and cheerful towards each other at all times uh, when whenever one speaks about the other. So if that's the case, then you have to ask another question: 
does Mike Vrabel rather work for Bob Kraft than, than Amy Adams? Because that's really what you're getting in, down to. It's not about, oh, you know, the personnel and all. No, no, it's, it's the NFL. You could turn over the roster, get your people in there. This is about where you want to be. Whose franchise do you want to be in control of running? Amy Adams' franchise or Bob Kraft's franchise? And I, you know, listen, they they look at this on a criteria that you and I could, could not imagine. So I don't know the things that they're looking at on their board as far as whether or not they want to work for this billionaire versus this billionaire. But, but if he rather work for Bob Kraft there in New England and deal with the things you have to deal with when you're up there versus some of the things you don't have to deal with when you're down here or whatever the case may be, or maybe they're trade-offs that are much better up there that we don't know about that, you know, he doesn't have down here, whatever it is, then there is a possibility, I think, that he would embrace an opportunity to go up there to New England. However, I will give you this warning for a lot of folks. It's hard to go home again, okay? It's real hard to go home again. To go there, win championships as a player, then to come back and win championships as a coach, that is awfully hard to do. Uh, Not too many people get to do it. Now, would he accept that challenge? I'm sure he would. But, I mean, it it, it doesn't always work that way. I've always said you don't want to be the guy who replaces the dude. Yeah. You want to be There's the that. guy who replaced the guy who replaced the dude. Yeah. In other words, you don't want to walk into that. That You don't want to be the next guy up yeah. when the dude walks away. But he understands that. And, you know, again, it, he takes like, everything as a challenge anyway. So, I mean, I, I don't think he would run away from that opportunity. If, you know, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure Shire's probably experiencing that right now at Duke. Right? Yeah. Like he, yeah. he replaced the dude. Yeah. And now he's got to try to keep it up to the dude's standards. Yeah. And they didn't even make the tournament last year, did they? Mm-hmm. Did North Carolina and Duke both miss North attorney? Ca- Duke did make the tournament. Duke, Duke Nor- did make yeah, it? Yeah, okay. North Carolina did not. And when Hubert Davis is facing the same thing yeah. there in North right, Carolina, right. you know, by missing the tournament. You know, missing the, the tournament dude. at North Carolina, Actually, I'm sure. they're replacing the dudes because they've had dudes. Yeah, yeah. Two guys that they certainly... yeah. So, hold in high, high regard. I'm sure missing the tournament in North Carolina probably doesn't go over well. No. It's probably a very uncomfortable offseason. Yes. Let's go to Eric. Eric, what's up? Hey, Darren. You may have heard about this couple of things. Uh, one is, of course, there's an upcoming game that is getting some flexed out of Monday Night Football. The Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's getting replaced by the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night, December 18th. I didn't know if you had heard about that or not. Mm. Nope. I have not. Yeah, that's what, that's what ESPN was reporting. Okay, so, so you, we are having the game upcoming next few weeks flexed out. I think that was probably why the season the Patriots are playing so bad. Although I, the other two teams may or may not be happy going from a Sunday to a Monday night, which means short weeks for both of them uh, coming up that next week. But we'll see about that. Also, in fact, speaking of the Seahawks, I think Dallas tonight is in a no-win situation whether they win or lose this game. If they lose the game, people say, well, you can't beat a team with a winning record. But if they win the game, this is really how present that Seattle 6-6 six and six have been struggling. So I think regardless, whatever they do tonight, it's a no-win situation. Also, uh, you know, I hate hearing about the whole Von Miller thing, and I guess you probably heard about that, where yeah. there's a rest more for him than Dallas yeah. about him solving this project. A girlfriend or whatever. You, you hate to hear a story about that. And lastly, on the whole Brable thing, I kind of agree with you. I can't see him going to the Patriots because I don't know if he'd want to replace the dude, but I guess 
you've heard different reports saying that all the Titans want to keep him and keep him for the long term. But then I heard another report where supposedly he got into where he and Rand Carson is not getting along. Well, not that's true. I don't know. But it's just interesting how you hear all little stories or difference of who's reporting what, whether it's NFL or unknown sources or just whatever thing. But it's just going to be interesting to see what all happens. And now there's another rumor thrown out there. I don't see it happening. saying if Buffalo fires uh, uh, their coach, then he's going to the Patriots, which I don't buy you're going to go to the same team in that same division. But and I've heard Cam Newton also report that uh, Bill Belichick would be a per- perfect fit for the Carolina Panthers. I heard a report about that earlier this morning. But it's just interesting how the coaching carousel is interesting. Eric, Adam Schefter, Eric yeah. hold on before you continue, sir. You haven't heard a report. What you've heard is people saying random things that they don't yeah. have any basis. <laughs> this is random opinions, maybe from a group chat, but you haven't heard yeah. a report because let me tell you, sir, as a journalist of the last 25 years, yeah. a report would yeah. indicate that you've spoken to someone within the team that is telling you information that you can then go and report yeah. to the yeah. public. Cam Newton yeah. is not a it's just report. A, it's just a player. He's just, He's just a, a guy a talking oh, to try oh, to get oh, somebody oh, to listen to his platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I get what you're saying. And, you know, that's, you know, so I guess he tweeted it out or whatever it was, but that was something I saw this morning. So, yeah, well, there are reports that Eddie, that, uh, that Derrick Henry was getting traded to the Buffalo Bills. There are reports right. that Ryan Tannehill uh, is going to be the next quarterback of the New York Jets. Have you heard those reports, yeah, too? Oh, yeah. There were reports that reports Jeffrey Simmons that was no Kim longer was happy with the, the Titans, yeah, and Derek Jeffrey Kim Simmons was, was about to, you know, he's about yeah, to be out of here because he deleted the, the social media. There was yeah. reports. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you hear all this stuff here, or people are just trying to throw stuff out there to make it stick. Now, of course, now Adam Schefter saying stuff. Oh, seven to ten coaches could get fired. Uh, out of ten coaches could get fired this year. I mean, it's just insane, on and on and on. But it's just it's crazy to talk to. I guess either get clicks or get news stories or whatever. Because I guess because if it does happen, then they'll say, see, I was the first one to report that. That's basically what all that is. There were reports that <laughs> but, Derek Henry was going to get a contract extension. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, Guys, wait, wait. I, yeah, I, I'll get off and let you get some other calls. Y'all take care of the talk to get to. <laughs> Thank you, Eric, as always. I'm sorry. You get me going with that. You know, I'm, uh, th- 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 I've noticed here since doing this show that, that, is, that is, I have a sensitive spot about that. For You know, it's... I've been doing this a long time and I take it seriously. And when I hear people saying things and, and reporting it out there as news. Well, but. And I'm not blaming Eric. All, and by the way, I'm not blaming you, Eric. Eric, I, I, and listen, we love you calling, man. So I'm not, I'm not blaming you or any other listener for calling up here and talking about something that they've heard on one of the other you know, stations or social media or whatever. I, I get it. I, I just, it just rubs me the wrong way when we are spending considerable time and energy talking about things that they were never really on the board to begin with. Yeah. And look, I don't know where I'm sure he probably said it on a, on a podcast. I'm sure of it. I've seen Cam Newton on, on a podcast on podcast. So I, I don't know. And maybe he didn't mean, maybe he just threw in the word report. Maybe they, you know, they weren't actually reporting. They were maybe just talking about it and it gets out there Yeah, or it's tweeted out that Cam Newton said this, Yeah, but again, you know, people will listen because it's he's a name. Sure. Right? And whatever huh. his people will listen. All right. 615-844-5600. Let's go to Jack. Jack, what's up? How you fellas doing today? Hey, Jack. Great. Got it. 
you know, who knows about all this Brable and New England and all the rest of it. But two things come to mind. First off, since Bill was the GM, then he's going to have to go in with a brand-new GM. Would he get to pick him out? Does Mr. Kraft have somebody in mind? So on and so forth. And then, But past that, why would anybody ever want to be the new man after the man? Not me, but somebody will always sign up for it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Me. You know, when you got Nick, options. When, look, when Nick Saban retires, I wouldn't want to be the next oh. guy at Alabama. No way. Oh, no. Not even. No way. But, I mean, somebody will. I mean, <laughs> without question. Somebody will take the job. Somebody will take you, but I wouldn't want to be that yeah, person. It's a tough deal. It's tough. Well, that's all I have, fellas. Okay, Jack, right. thank you. Jack, good we appreciate hearing, it. Good hearing you. Yep. Thank you, sir. Appreciate good it. hearing you as well. We appreciate you, Jack. We'll talk about this more on the other side. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and expound on that as you listen to the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Do you want to work at the OG of Hot Chicken, Prince's Hot Chicken Tanker? Outlet Mall, 4060 Cane Ridge Parkway, Suite 102 in Antioch. Prince's is looking for fun, energetic, and friendly smiling faces as food runners and cashiers. They're also looking to create an amazing culinary team to carry on the Prince's tradition. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Submit a resume to Prince's Hot Chicken, AFH, at gmail.com or fill out an application on the Prince's Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com. PrincessHotChicken.com Prince's Hot Chicken. The Tango Malls has everybody talking about it, including the head basketball coach at TSU, Brian Penny Collins. I went to Wise Creek High School. Before every game, we went to Prince's Chicken on Dickerson Road. Every single game. And it's the best. It's a staple in Nashville. And it just takes me all the way back. Prince's Chicken's from tenders to whole wings. They got baked beans, collard greens, and delicious desserts. It's all at Prince's Hot Chicken. Heat and flavor. Prince's is the original home of hot chicken worldwide. Check us out at the downtown location right across from Bridgestone Arena in the Fool Assembly Hall, South Nashville location on Nolesville Road, and the new Tango Outlet Mall in Antioch. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Please submit a resume to Prince's Hot Chicken, AFH, at gmail.com, or fill out an application on the Prince's Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com, and then click on Join Our Team, princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, proud sponsor of WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Is the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? 
hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. <gasps> Your triple fudge brownies? No, Joey. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius. Give the gift of holiday instant games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football-centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid, and we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare Studio. 615-844-5600 here on this gorgeous Thursday afternoon. We are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. We are the McFarlands. We are. And Justin. Damon is not one. He's Damon King. He's alongside for the next 14 minutes till we're out of here. And then we'll wrap up the show next week. Or... Wrap up the week tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wow. I'm not sure how to take that. That what you just said. But okay. What do you mean? You said till we wrap till next 14 minutes. Right. We wrap up the show. Oh, okay. 14, What's like the problem? We're done. Yeah. Like we're done. Yeah. We're, like, no, that was the show. Like tomorrow. From two to four. <laughs> yeah, the show's two to four. <laughs> two to four. <laughs> it's four o'clock. And it's three forty-six. But, so, okay. Yeah. A few minutes. Yeah. Sorry. To That's all. My bad. Didn't mean to confuse. It was you. a long night last night. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay, oh yeah. Watching those Tennessee games? That and the fact I had to sit here and work TSU games last night, too. Tennessee State Tigers. Tennessee State yeah. lost. So I had, yeah. I had three local A&M. teams got beat. Tennessee women. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee men, Tennessee, and the Tennessee women. Vanderbilt women lost, too. Yeah. Vanderbilt men, Vanderbilt women, Tennessee men, Tennessee women. It was a bad day. TSU. Mm-hmm. Belmont won, and that's it, right? I'm sure Lipscomb or somebody did something. Uh, <laughs> somebody did something. I'm sure Lipscomb or somebody did, did something. something. <laughs> Folks, you can't get that stuff anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? This is why analysis. you listen to the show. That deep analysis I mean, right I'm there. Sure I'm sure Lipscomb or somebody did it. Trevecca, how y'all doing? <laughs> uh, the good thing that happened last night, I did find my billfold that I lost last night, so. Okay, well, that good. That's an OG move right there, calling it a billfold. That's yeah, a- I know, that was OG <laughs> But they call it that, Justin. <laughs> well, they don't call it anything because people don't. people don't carry bills anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, bill fold, you know, because they put okay, bills wallet, inside wallet. and used to fold it, but people don't carry bills anymore. So I'm sure Tony knows what I was talking about. Oh, I know Tony knows. The old school. Look in the phone book and see if the number is in there. Bill. Yeah, check the yellow pages. Bill <laughs> I get a lay line. Yeah, check the, uh, yeah, check check the yellow the, pages. <laughs> Let's go to Tony. Tony, what's up? Get that rotary phone out. <laughs> Anybody have a quarter for the payphone? Yeah, hold on. Hey, Tony. Anybody have a quarter? Let me make a call after the show. Operator, can you give me... <laughs> you need 25 horses to complete mm-hmm. your call. Mm-hmm. Call later. <laughs> Having a billfold, yes, I still carry a billfold. <laughs> I've, I've actually got currency in it. You, know? you got bills in your billfold. Good for you, I Tony. Got, you know, I was with my dad one day many years ago when they started taking credit cards 
Yes, sir. At Kmart and Zayers. Y'all remember those? Zayers, man. Zayers, yeah. Haven't heard Zayers and, uh, in a long time. We were shopping, and everybody was pulling out. When it was all brand new, you could pull out that credit card. You used to call them charge my, cards at the time. Charge cards. Said, charge card. He said, damn, don't anybody carry money anymore? Well, here we are in 2023, man. and people are saying, the question is, does anybody have anything but a credit card in their pocket? Yeah. You know, it's. And some places now don't even take a money. Yeah, they just that, scan your, just scan the phone at you, you know, or they just walk yeah, out. You can true. just walk out, and they'll charge you later that's with the true. stuff. And this is how David, bad it is. You know, I do that couples trip to Gatlinburg yes. every year. We've done mm-hmm. it for almost two decades, and y'all told, oh, I'm sorry, we have Jared, always played ahead. the game left, right, center. Have you guys ever played left, right, center? No, love it, love it's a, it. It's a fantastic game. Never played it. But now okay. this is a this is a. Uh, you know, a group of twelve people, twelve right. adults, and what you what we do is we have you. We've always in the past. Okay. Remember, this trip has been going on for a long time. Sure, we will put three one dollar bills out there. Okay, and if you know left, right, center, Tony, when you hit the the center dice, right, then you put the bill in the center. You so obviously, somebody's going right. to take the middle at some. Well, here we are in twenty twenty three. We just did this trip, and every time we finished up left, right, center, we would Venmo the winner. Mm. That's where we are. In That's where you are. Like nobody had ones. No. Nobody's carrying cash. We would Venmo the Venmo. winner three bucks. When we played at Christmas time, we all have the actual three dollar bill. <laughs> have to find it. The, uh, and, and, well, I'm not talking about a three dollar bill. I'm talking about three ones. No, three I understand. Ones, yeah. I, we get you, Tom. We get you. But uh, yeah, and when y'all talk about Damon while ago talking about wrapping it up. As long as I've ever known that guy, every time he heard those three words, wrap it up, he always thought a gift was coming his way. So, man, <laughs> he always thought there was a gift. Guys, I'm Boy, do I have a story to tell don't, you, but no, I'm not no, going no, to. Not. Okay. We don't have time for Go that. Go ahead, Tony. Keep it going. This <laughs> ain't the Greg Polk show. <laughs> we'll talk a little sports here. So <laughs> uh, you say there's a chance. Do y'all realize, and going back to this past Saturday one more time, uh, that the long pass play, the 31, fourth and 31, if you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, Bama and Alabama, Auburn, yeah. The percentage was one-tenth. One per- it was less than a percent, yeah. Percent. yeah. yeah. And how about this? Maybe y'all heard this. Over the last two years, on third or fourth down, when it was 30 yards or more, it was zero for 90. And mm. think about it. Zero for 90 for all the schools throughout the last two years having a third or fourth down and 30 or more. And it was 0 for 90 in the plays, and that's 1 to 91. So, and guys, I'm going to ask you this. You're going to do your pick six more. Yep. Include the game of New Mexico and uh, uh, Liberty, because I do not understand how Liberty is. I know they're playing at home. I know they're undefeated. Good team. But they are, I think, a 12 or 14 point favorite over a team that went to Auburn and beat them soundly, and and they are that much of an underdog. And y'all can touch on that. What y'all think? So it's really a bizarre question. I've heard of them. Okay, I'm to research that a little bit. Thank you, Tony. As always, guys, have a good one. You Thanks too. For taking the call. Thanks for.
we're having a little fun today. All righty. Thanks, Tony. Um, we'll just talk about it. We will not include it in our six-pack. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, you pick the game, so yeah, you that, tell that, me. That won't okay. be in there, but okay. we'll, we could talk about it. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. I have to research that a little bit. Don't stick that in your billfold. Yeah, yeah, stick that right? in your billfold. Yeah, we, can, we could talk. We're not, not going to put that in the six-pack. Okay. All right. Good to know. We'll come back, take our final break, wrap up the show next. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipts. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. This yeah. is just it. The Titans are trading Kevin Byer to the Eagles. The yeah, Eagles are going to send the Titans a fifth and sixth round pick and safety Terrell Edmonds. Well, they're giving up on that contract. There were also a lot of Titans fans upset about some of the comments he made, which I thought was insane. Big kaboom here on this Monday. <laughs> the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR.
Text the Strike and Spare Studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Another fun show today, man. We're on a roll. What's going on? Think we can do it again tomorrow? Think I we hope can do so. another fun show again tomorrow? Depends on things keep happening or not. Jeez, man. But I think so. By. I think there'll be things to talk about again tomorrow. Middle Tennessee Christian in Chattanooga leading Friendship Christian 21-6. to Yeah. They are in the fourth quarter with uh, almost 11 and a half minutes to go You know, we've been, we've been watching this game on and off here. It seems like Middle Tennessee Christian always has the ball. Yeah. You're right. Like I, you know, the other team barely has had the ball, and we've had this game on for close to two hours. You know what else it seems like? Middle Tennessee Christian is running all over Friendship Christian. Yeah. Like, every time I look yeah, you're up. Right. I haven't seen the ball in like the air a whole lot at all. They're running for 25 yards a pop. Yeah. It, it almost looks like the CFL. It looks like the field is bigger um, because they're just <laughs> running. They seem there's so much room at times, but, you know, anyway. I thought it was interesting in our conversation with Andy Sweeney. Yeah. Because he said the real concern there is, okay, is this going to be a problem with Anthony Richardson? Okay. Can he stay healthy? Yeah. Can this guy stay healthy? I've got to be honest. Reading today where Will Levis is kind of banged up, do I think he's a a tough guy? (laughs) Yeah, he is. Do I think he'll play through a lot of stuff? Yeah, I do. Because he did it all last season in Kentucky when I had people – telling me they have no idea why Will Levis is still playing Yeah, for a Kentucky team that was going nowhere. Yeah. But he chose to do that. I am concerned that, you know, is this going to be a problem with Will Levis? Is, is he going to deal yeah. with injuries all the time? If they don't fix the offensive line, he absolutely is. Now, the offensive line of Kentucky last year, you know you know, I said this a yes. lot Yes, you did. Year. It was one of the worst offensive lines in the country last yes. year. Yes, yes, So said this that. is two years in a row he's played with poor play in front of him. Well, this is why, you know, he did the offseason workout, and this is why I've said all the time that NFL quarterbacks have to bulk up in order to play this game at this level because you're going to get hit, and you're going to get hit a lot and get hit much harder than you got hit while playing college football. And, you know, Will Levis has done the work. He's he's a thick guy out there. He looks the part now. You know, he looks like an NFL quarterback as far as, size and stature and you know and, and presence in the pocket so do i think he's going to be hurt a lot well i hope not but I, he looks like he's prepared himself the best he can for the kind of uh, punishment that he's going to be up for bryce young is going to need to bulk up oh, i don't know absolutely if he, he, he's going to have to get bigger yeah Justin. He, yeah he's not going to last well, lamar jackson did Lamar yep. Jackson added 15 pounds to himself. Go look at Lamar Jackson in Louisville and look at Lamar Jackson today. It Bri- is not the same Bryce guy. Bryce needs that 15, 20 pounds. Absolutely. He Gotta have it. it. He does. All right, that's going to do it for our show today. Bill Keen will get things started tomorrow at 6 o'clock, followed by Greg and John, 9 to 11, and then we'll be back at 2 o'clock to wrap up the week. Have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll see you then.